This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Remember when you can, listen into the program. But the best way to do it, especially if you've got to be on the move, is on your smart device, put TuneIn Radio or OOTunes. A couple of great apps in which you can listen to the program. You can take us with you. You can even listen to the podcast that way via these apps. Check it out. That's TuneIn Radio and OOTunes. Also, some of you out there may be listening in wherever you are around the world, right from AMI.ca, streaming the show. Whatever way works for you, we appreciate you checking out. AMI Audio. Kelly McDonald with my co-host Ramya Muthan. We're here today on Kelly and Company as we are Monday through Fridays. And on our monthly collections segment, we explore the things that people are collecting, uh, the things that kind of are behind the things that you're collecting, such as the story behind it, the sentiment, that thing it means to you. Today we're clicking shot glasses with Ramya. So this is one of those things that came up I yesterday like as a line. discussion. I, I, I it's kind of nice, it. right? <laughs> Me too. Um, but then again, <laughs> uh, as I was saying yesterday, when the segment was came up, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, kind of we, one of the things that would have dawned on us uh, is what made you start collecting shot glasses, but more so when? When did you start doing that, mm. and how did you decide? Hey, this is something I want to do. Yeah. So I mean. Totally not my idea at all. First of all, yes, everywhere you go, you see shot glasses in the souvenir collection. So this yeah. wasn't a far stretch from home. Where do, where could I, what can I start collecting? But anyway, uh, it was actually my brother who, because I traveled a lot. I travel most in my family, right? right. I, I go around for business and uh, for pleasure. I just love traveling. So in my family, the rest, four out of five of us pretty much stay in Toronto, uh, sadly. And then, and I leave all the time. So my brothers were um, starting to tell me what to get when I go to places, right? When I travel to different places. And one of my brothers, Amu, he was like, uh, get me a shot glass here or get me a shot glass there. There. And I think twice he requested it. So then I started bringing home shot glasses for him. And then I started picking up two shot glasses at a time because I was like, one for me, one for him. Because it's not like I was collecting anything particular uh, when I right. went. You, you didn't set out yourself no. for something. You got more. Of, no. So would you get the same one he he requested or would you find something else? Most of the time, yes. And if there was a uh, better and worse one, a.k.a. you know, I liked one better, then I would take that one and give him whatever. <sighs> because... But I'm not just saying that to be mean. It's because sometimes the tactile option is the one that I would prefer, right? right. Something that would give me a tactile reminder of which shot glass this is, where was I, uh, where did I get it, versus for him, maybe something that was more visually appealing. Where'd you get the first one from? The first shot glass that I got was from Punta Cana, which was technically a family vacation. But when I was picking up the shot glass, nobody else was around. Um, and so that's the one that I remember. It's not my favorite. It's not even one that I can describe because it just looks like a shot normal shot glass. Yeah, a round one. Uh, any idea how many you have at the moment? I think at the moment I have about 30. Uh, and I say about because I don't have some of them in my possession. So at one point, my shot glasses were at my mom's house, and then they 
combined with the shot glass collection that my brother had, and now we're fighting for custody. Ah, I was just going to say, how do you, how will you, especially when you have one like the first one there that's kind of um, nondescript. For me, yeah. How are you going to sort them out that way? Like, Does your brother actually hold true more to them so he'll know, no, this is really mine, or do you guys both get into, no, I think this one was got for me. Oh, no. Yeah, we well obviously if there's multiples like two of a kind, yeah, you well, just then take that's one of each. Easy. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, but other ones, it's more you know he wanted it and I said I was going to keep it anyways. Or um, I forgot that I had given one that looks really nice, so then I'll take it back. And it's kind of like <laughs> kind of like the hoodie collection I have at my house, which is so unofficial. It's all my brother's hoodies, but I just steal them when I can. I like this one. I'll just keep it. I'll just wear it out of the house. So with the shot glasses, do you use them? No. I don't use these shot glasses. I especially don't let company use them. Wow, this feels like a throwback from a Now with Dave Brown conversation a couple of days ago on um, how I treat company when they're at my house. Anyway, so I, I don't love to have them out. Um, I kind of hide them away because it's glassware. So it just, I've always, okay, I had one memory, Kells, where um, when we were graduating high school, we were given these really beautiful Glasses, just drinking glasses, right? Yeah. And one was a wine I, I, I glass. I have a think of high school. We're not giving you shot no, glasses. No, but one just was a really nice wine glasses. glass, and it was nice and uh, engraved. Another one was a, a like a beer mug style thing with a handle, and it got broken. Um, somebody dropped it and oh. got and it broke. So it's always been a trauma point for me. I don't want any of my shot glasses breaking because they are sentimental to me. So I hide them from company. I don't even use them myself. Maybe on an absolute special occasion for some reason, I will <laughs> I will pull them out. But that occasion hasn't. So do you ever? Yet. Is there any situation you trust showing them at least? Sure, if I can hold them. Uh, or right. one at a time, yep. right? Like I hand yep. them to you, you hand it back, then you can pick up a second one. It, it sounds so awkward saying this out loud, but really it is because they're they're precious and anything glass in my house is precious, but especially if it's, you know, gifted or engraved or, you know, sentimental, uh, it goes away and doesn't come out unless I'm looking at them and they're pretty. Yeah, well, it, it's, it's like we talked about the sentiments behind uh, in the intro. These are things that can't be replaced for whatever reason. Yeah. They're important to you, like someone's stamp collection. Like, and, and some people say, look, I don't want your sweaty fingers on them. I'm sorry. <laughs> and people, what, what do you, and, and I'm not necessarily talking glasses, but still they've got to be cleaned. And some people say, look, man, I don't want to clean them more than I have to because I don't want them damaged. I, I want yep. them in 40 years to be able to look at them. Um, Absolutely. That's the reason for it. Where do you find as you're traveling that you get them generally? Is it the last thing you kind of run and get? Do you get it first when you get there? And do you usually get them at the airport or somewhere else? Yeah, majority of the time I'm super boring and just grab them at the airport when I can or, or like as I'm leaving basically, right? The the last shop to go before uh, getting on an airplane. Right. But sometimes there have been places where I've you know, found them in uh, shops at an alleyway. Like, for example, um, in BC, there's this, uh, in Victoria, there's this alleyway uh, that has all these little tiny shops in Chinatown. And that place was really nice. And I found a shot glass there. So even if it's not necessarily a shot glass that I love, um, if there are special places to find them other than the airport, I will grab them because it then it reminds me of that place in a different way Mm -hmm. rather than just waiting at the airport but i have found some really cool ones at the airport so i'm not gonna diss so as you're leaving how do you just 
like how you, you know usually when you go to the duty free or wherever mm-hmm. you're grabbing them you may not necessarily be able to wrap that up carefully how do you they do protect they do it? they, 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 they kind of okay. wrap it in tissue but i keep it right. with me right it's not going into a into check-in the, bag yeah, or something yeah where it could get banged yeah. around um when you i'm going to ask you about to give you a heads up on this one uh, maybe you can describe a couple of them in whatever way, whether you have mm-hmm. the idea of the look of them or the texture, whatever your, you know, some of your favorite ones are the ones that uh, come to mind. But when you are looking at other places where shot glasses may turn up, have you thought of other places where you might, um, and I, I don't, I don't like them? a pawn shop or something like right. that? Have you, have you ever thought, gee, I wonder if people take that kind of stuff in there, if I would find used stuff that that i'd be comfortable to use from other people's collection who may be you know getting rid of them from a like an estate sale some, somewhere or probably or yard sale whatever yeah exactly and most of this comes from what other people can see right like i'm right. not necessarily going out of my way to say hey maybe i can find a cool shot glass somewhere i'm going here. saturday looking exactly right. yep, not yep. at all it really is circumstance and then that's the cute part of it for me when i find something that i love it's like oh this now this i can take this home from this trip which is really sweet it's more the trip it is it's just it really a memory is. it's a trigger of the memory of the nostalgia of the times that you had or who helped you pick this one out um that kind of thing the other thing is too Sometimes I look at just the regular shot glasses and the price on them that I'm paying, and I was like, eight bucks? Forget it. And that's just at the airport. So right. imagine if I'm going out looking for these fancy schmancy shot glasses and then having to play, pay 25 bucks for it or something. What would you pay if the one that you, you came across looked really neat? I don't know what that means because we'll get into ones that you have that you can describe to us in a second. But is is there a, no, I, I wouldn't pay that. I don't care how nice it is. I don't care if it's, a, you know, mm. the headless horseman and it's Halloween. Forget it. If there were some shot glasses that were so unique, the story behind who made them or where they came from were so great, I'd probably pay up to $20. But anything more than that, and especially if there's a less expensive shot glass in the same vicinity, probably not pay oh, any more. So you're that. a little <coughs> cheap. Yeah, I know. Oh, sorry, I, 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 I'm telling you, man. <laughs> it's uh, really not that deep. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know what's interesting is you value what you will spend you in the, your your watch, but you will value these so that people like oh no no I'd rather yeah. just hold it up. You can see well enough from there. You know, come on, you're you're a high partial here. Look at it from the distance. Here, I'll put it closer. Uh, describe some. Okay, I have one where um, it was from the East Coast, where a lobster is basically crawling out of a um, shot glass. So, nice. like, one edge of the shot glass has this tactile lobster on it. It's it's cute because you can kind of use it as a handle, but it is very, very tactile. And that one is awesome. It's from Halifax. Is it fragile? It's like a, I don't know. No, not the lobster itself. Or like, the... you couldn't knock the lobster off no, it, no, like, no, or no, crack no. it easy. No, at he's holding on pretty tight. Okay. <laughs> it's, right. it's pretty good. Cool. I've never actually, like I said, I never actually put um, any liquid in it. So, I'm not sure if it holds an actual shot. Because right. the lobster's taking up a lot of real estate on there. Halifax, okay. Yeah, Halifax. Um, in BC, not my most current trip, but in one trip that I took with a friend. This is our first ever trip. We traveled together. Nobody else. It was just two of us, both of us being low vision. That was a fun trip. And she doesn't even drink, but she got a shot glass with me. Um, this was a bear. So the bear is holding, like he's bear hugging the shot glass. So it's a full tactile bear all around the shot glass and he's you know at scale it looks like he's bear hugging the shot glass airport one too no actually no but it was a gift shop but it wasn't an airport 
Good okay. job. Um, then there's another one that's uh, basically looks like the mold of a maple leaf. Oh, the Canadian maple leaf. Oh, nice. Yeah. So the whole thing is built as a 3D maple leaf. Wow. So you're pouring within the middle, middle of the leaf. Middle of the maple leaf. Yeah. Nice. Those three are my favorite ones. Um, simply and wh- where'd that one come from? Do you remember? I think Montreal. Okay. Yeah, and that one wasn't the airport either. That was, um, you know, old, uh, what do they call old that? Old Montreal? Yeah, old Montreal. Cobblestone of, streets Cobblestone and streets, exactly. And it wouldn't have been awful if you walked out, tripped on, <laughs> oh, my shot glass. Don't pre-jinx my shot glass collection. <laughs> Your on. next trip. Uh, um, <laughs> so do you know, and, and again, in old Montreal, somewhere like that, you'll get a lot of that Canada feel. Yeah. But Boy, that's really kind of nice. Yeah, I just try to stay away from the, you know, the map of uh, glued onto this shot glass, or it says Canada, or it says whatever on it. Um, most of those are not fun. Uh, I have another one that's just like a very mini wine glass, but it's a shot glass. Um, really? Yeah, hmm. it's like a teeny tiny wine glass. Um, what else? Uh, I'd be surprised you'd get that one because I would think you're paying your seven, eight bucks for it and it's small. I know, I know, but it's technically a shot glass, so I had you to get it for the collection. On and the one that <laughs> the one that wasn't, you know, the typical, typical looking, typical feeling. I also have some ceramic ones. Um, those ones were pretty basic, like uh, the one I got in Brazil. It just has the Brazilian flag on it, but right, right. but it's ceramic, so I was like, hey, different tactile experience, right? Things like that. That's really um. Really interesting what makes one of one motivated to get something like that. I still like the fact that they all mean something. Uh, okay. So with that being said, is there any that have such a deep connection because whether it was given to you by somebody who knows she loves this stuff or, or whatever, um, you know, something that, you know, like, like, you know, has that personal, mm. real personal meaning to it. No, man. Nobody has ever given me a shot glass. I'm not sure what's happening here. No, I'm kidding. It's because I... I <laughs> <laughs> so I know what... We've had so many people come on this show to talk about their collections, their hobbies, how uh, deep it can really get and how invested they are. But because for me, it's just a reminder and a memory of a trip taken, um, that's what these shot glasses mean to me. And it's not a, a gifted thing. People don't bring me back shot glasses from their trips. Um, it's kind of a diary and archive of where I've been. And before I started getting them for myself, my brother was keeping track of where I've been because of me gifting him shot glasses. So that's the whole collection side of it for me. And um, gifting has never been one of those. And like I said, my family doesn't go out. So if I don't go out and get my own shot glasses from all around the world, then who will? Which one's the most recent? Recent is probably the Montreal one. Because I oh, when really? I for my yeah, for my uh trip to BC, I didn't pick up a shot glass since I already had one there from there. Oh, I did in Victoria. Oh my god, I just lied. Mm-hmm. On air. Just there. Yeah. Yeah, in Victoria um at the the little alley in Chinatown. Right. And before that was Montreal. Okay. Uh, so any envy? Anyone have one that you want? Um, I haven't seen shot glasses that other people have taken or have that I've taken or wanted to take. I don't necessarily have a bucket list of things either, but I would like to get, um, what do you call that? Like a, a metallic? You know how you've, once you gifted me a stemless wine glass, which was, you know, not glass. 
Right. Oh, like okay. A, yeah, the the ones that are um, not st- well stainless steel. Stainless steel have, or yeah. something like that. I want to find a shot glass like that. Okay. All right. That would be interesting, though. That's cool. Mm -hmm. That's cool that that's an interest, that that's the kind you'd like to get. Um, Cool. Thanks for sharing. I'm thinking of other things I want to know, but, of course, we're out of time now, as usual. Uh, (laughs) We'll be back in a moment. We'll see what's coming up on Now with Dave Brown. Join us for our Collections and Hobbies segment once a month right here on Kelly & Company. I'm Jenny Bovard. Join me monthly for Low Vision Moments, where I speak with awesome guests about some of the amusing things that happen when you're blind or partially sighted. Watch on YouTube or download Low Vision Moments from your favorite podcast distributor.